1: Jimin, Kim Taehyung, Jung Jung Kuk, Standing BTS. Hey, welcome back. This is Kayla. And this is Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. All right, so... A huge smile just went
0: across my face because we're recording mm-hmm. once
1: again. So what's exciting about this to all of our listeners is that Kayla is in Kansas City, and I am in St. Louis, and we are actually doing this, like, long-distance podcast, and it's awesome.
0: Yep. I think it's working well, so... Yeah. Thanks for Very adventuring exciting. with us. Okay. Yes. So today, we are going to talk about our leader, the one and only... The leader. The awesome. Mm-hmm. R.M. Yes. Yes. Formerly known as Rot Monster. (laughs) Although he said in interviews when they were here for the Billboard Music Awards that if he had, if he could tell something to his younger self, he would say, change your name.
1: Yep. Change your name, which I think he is wanting to have more of a mature sounding name. I actually was reading about him and it said that um, R.M. actually is supposed to stand for Real Me. Oh, Yeah. Okay, so what we did is Kayla did her own kind of research into who RM is and Kim Namjoon and all this stuff, and I also did research. Um, yes. And so we're just going to talk about him. Yep. Let me tell so, you. Ya- what I want to say. Oh. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> Let me tell you how <laughs> fun this has been for me. like. Last night I was researching all this stuff about RM and I was like, man, why have I never really dove deep into who RM is and like his personal, you know, music and his life before BTS and all this other stuff. Yep. It was really exciting. It was fun.
0: It was. I had a lot of fun also just kind of exploring more Mm -hmm. of his style and how he came up and um who he is as a leader and you kind of get to know some of those things through just watching BTS videos watching run episodes whatever and like through interviews and stuff but doing true research on <laughs> who someone is as a person is um it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I agree with you.
1: It's one of the best things about BTS is that this is why we all get obsessed, because there's always something new to find out. And so, you know, I've obsessed over Kim Taehyung, and you've really obsessed over Jimin. And so we know everything about them, and I know, you know, a fair amount about the other members, but I never really just dedicated a whole day to figure out, you know, who RM our, our is and all this other stuff. So it just, you know, all this new material popped up that I've never seen before.
0: What I found through research was that it was actually kind of difficult because every single article that you read about someone, um, in BTS, it has all the same information. There's like no new information out there for like more about their, their, you know, early life or, you know, their like underground career. Like there's just little snippets, little parts that everybody knows and then, There's not much more after that to find. And I really wanted to find more, but I think what I did instead was I found more deep meaning and um, like a better understanding of him, even though at first I just set out kind of wanting like hard facts, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So that was cool to kind of understand who he is as an artist because I think going into BTS when you introduced them to me i just you were like okay he's the leader and so i just kind of labeled him he okay he's the leader and you know i never thought more than that i never got deep into his music or his solo songs or anything like that
1: yeah okay so i was thinking we can talk about his personal life first not personal life but his life his life before bts i guess is what i'm trying to say
0: sure so we know he was born on september 12th 1994. I also wrote
1: that he's a Virgo, so if you yes. care about horoscopes.
0: All I think about when someone says, a, like, their horoscope, I just think of someone yelling, I'm a Virgo, or I'm a Taurus, or whatever, as, like, a an excuse for however they want to act or whatever their personality <laughs> is. I think it's really fun to do, actually. So maybe we should look up what Virgo qualities RM has. Um... He was an underground rapping in his home city before he really, um, yeah. Before his he name. signed on yeah. with big hit.
1: So his name was Runch Rhonda. I had no
0: idea that
1: he went by Runch Rhonda.
0: I did not either. I knew I know two of Suga's underground rap names, but I had never heard of any of RMs. So what are Suga's? I've never oh, known them. Y- Oh um, well, you know August D, and then Gloss was actually another one of his. Gloss. Okay, used to I did. Go by I didn't know so. Gloss. Yeah, I did know Gloss. Wow, but you didn't know August D. That's like.
1: Well, no, I knew that too, but I wouldn't consider that like his name before BTS.
0: Well, it kind of was. It was, huh? Yeah, I mean the more you okay. know. So yes, he was an underground rapper under the name of. Ronda, which i think is a tight name though it is it has a ring to it and you can watch clips of him performing with other artists like in the underground scene and they're just mm-hmm. really cool to just see his raw talent like he has such an interesting flow that um really makes it special
1: yeah so in 2010 he auditioned for big hit And he became one of the, I mean, he was the first person in BTS, but he's the only member who was in the original lineup.
0: Yes. And I think that's why he's the leader, or at least that's the answer that he always gives in interviews on why he's the leader is because he was the original member, like the first one to enter the the dorms.
1: What I've realized about RM is that he's so humble. And so Mm -hmm. I almost don't buy that story. Like... (laughs) You're actually really just amazing and they chose you to be the leader because you had the qualities of a leader,
0: not because you yeah. were the first member. Definitely. I think I think that could be some of his humility. I also didn't know that Supreme Boy, who
1: he was also in the original BTS lineup, and yeah. he ended up he ended up becoming like I don't know if he's one of the songwriters or producers. I don't really know his position. He's just a
0: producer for Big Head. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's right. But yeah, he decided to not join BTS and instead just produce music for BT or for Big Hit, which I thought was cool and that's why he's in like he he helps produce a lot of BTS songs and he has a part in Cypher 3, which I thought was pretty interesting. It is interesting. I I really like Cypher 3. Yeah, me too. I think I like Cypher Four better because I just I think the way that it's set up is amazing. Like um, starting with RM is just brilliant, and then J Hope in the middle and Sugar finishing it—it's just great. But um, yeah. so yeah, he uh, he signed with Big Hit, and he said one. One of the quotes that I found from him from an interview after he signed with Big Hit, he was like, I was still in school, but I was so busy with Big Hit that basically I went to school to sleep, which I thought was so surprising because he still finished in a top 1.3% for like his like Korean university entrance exams. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Can we talk about how smart he is? His IQ, to put this in perspective, his IQ is 148. And mm-hmm. Stephen Hawking and Einstein's IQ is tied, I think, at like 160 or mm-hmm. 162.
0: You can understand then why his lyrics are so amazing, like his, why his style is so unique. Um, I think it also kind of adds to his own personal goofiness and charm that he has in his personality is just he's so smart um and I think it shows through in everything that he does in interviews and in his lyrics and his production you know and his dancing
1: I think every member in BTS is a great dancer because the choreography mm-hmm. is so hard so kudos to RM for keeping up with that
0: dude yeah I don't think he's not He's not a dancer, you know. He's a rapper, but I he he has really gotten good at it, and um, I don't. I love when he dances. He always gets cute to me. Sometimes he totally bias wrecks, and he is just super sultry and insanely hot. But. A lot of times, like even in DNA, in his little part where he's like moving his elbows, and you can see his dimple. I just think it's oh, so dimple. cute. His dimple,
1: his dimple, his dimple. Let's have a whole
0: episode about his dimple. We need dimples. We, have a, we need an episode about J Hope's hair flips, his forehead, and then an episode about RM's dimples. And that's yes, it.
1: I will tell you the most I've ever been bias wrecked by RM is probably in mic drop. Believe it or not, like, mic drop in the actual Steve Aoki, you know, film that they have, I don't know, like, it pans to that black and white, and Namjoon is just coming at you, and I'm like, boy, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Like, totally bias wrecks. I'm like, I, you know...
0: I think I get bias wrecked by him in every song. In every music video or every, like, live video clip, I always get bias wrecked by him. Like... He, sometimes he just gives a look, and you're like, "God damn, why do you do this to me?" But yeah, like
1: just mic drop. (laughs) That whole video, he comes out of the ambulance or whatever, and his hair just is
0: like crimpy and oh, attractive. Yeah. Um. Okay. So (laughs) he's really smart. He taught himself English. Everybody knows this. He said it on Ellen. He taught himself English by watching Friends. Apparently, that was a pretty common thing when he was growing up for parents in Korea to have their kids watch Friends to learn English is what he said. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's interesting. That's fun. That's, I mean, I love that's Friends. Just, yeah. But did you also know that he's fluent in Japanese? Um, I did not know that.
1: But a lot of the members are really good at speaking Japanese, I feel like
0: yeah I, um they all studied it when they were just trainees before they debuted, but um, RM continues to study it even now. so he's fluent and the rest of the members are just kind of like conversational, which is why I mean they make Japanese albums and they re- you know release Japanese music videos and stuff. It makes sense, but it's it's cool that he also he kind of goes above and beyond you know, with everything that Mm -hmm. he does and even with his, like, language learning. He's like, oh, we only needed to learn it before debut. Oh, okay, I'm going to keep learning it for another four years, like...
1: (laughs) Yeah. uh, So I have one more thing that I really want to say about the beginning of BTS and Namjoon as a whole Mm -hmm. is that Jungkook, I'm pretty sure Jungkook was getting several offers from all these companies because jungkook you know was so young you know attractive beautiful Mm -hmm. singer could rap could dance amazing had a really good work ethic you know just really disciplined and jungkook i'm pretty sure that he chose to go with big hit and bts purely because of namjoon wow he just yes really yes I did not know that. You know, I don't really know why. I know that Jungkook really idolizes Namjoon a lot, and he talks a lot about um, just kind of how
0: inspirational he is to him. He was blown away. He was like, I must... Yeah, I would agree. I think that's part of what makes him a great leader is the aura around, like, how he carries himself and, you know it's his just his whole vibe and personality it shows through in interviews it shows through in like their games and mm-hmm. on the stage and just like how he takes care of all the members like yeah when he was like when he was given this title leader like he really takes it seriously and you can yeah, tell he does. When they win awards, he'll push other members towards the microphone so they speak instead of, you know, allowing him, being more formal, allowing him to speak. You know, he wants them to be heard. He wants them to be able to talk to their fans and everything, too. Mm -hmm. There's so many examples of him doing that, you know. Yeah. I love it.
1: Okay, so we kind of talked about his early life. So Mm -hmm. do you want to talk about his independent career i guess you could say
0: yeah um, kind of before and during bts he yeah. has so after he was signed to big hit he started he has like kind of a solo career on the side of bts which is i like that the members are able to do this i feel like sometimes with um american or like british groups the people are just tied to that one like, music group, and they're not allowed to do anything outside of that. And that's but true. We have we have V who acts. We have Suga who produces songs for other people. We have, you know, and then we we have RM who he puts out his own music and mm-hmm. he has, like, his own albums out. Like, he has one called RM, um, which is what one of my favorite songs by him is called Do You. Do You is on the album RM, it's just a really interesting song. Not just interesting, but the the beat to it is really... There's not, like, a lot of sound in the background. It's just basically him straight up to the camera. It has really cool visuals in the music video. Mm-hmm. Um, but he... Basically, he has, like, this whole separate career, you know, that he'll work on music when he has time in between BTS. Because I think that BTS is, like, first and foremost for all of the members... Anyways, he works on this. So I wanted to talk about his kind of separate career as RM with the music that he produces. And I know that you have a couple songs that you really like of his also.
1: Yeah, I do. So I was going to talk about um, his collaboration with, his name is, I believe, Whaley or Wally. I think it might be Whaley. No. Um, Wale. Wale. Thank you. So him and RM did a song called Change, and that was released March 19th of 2017, so not that long ago, I guess, Mm -hmm. almost a year ago. And I actually had never heard this song before until yesterday. RM actually sings in it, and it sounds so good. It sounds so good. Like, people, I think, Mm. they don't see him as a singer, but I know that from, like, V Lives that RM... For a lot of the music that he writes and produces, he actually sings the part like just as a demo and gives it to the other members to like sing. So they know how the melody goes or the harmony goes (laughs) or whatever. Yeah, he did that, I think, for Jimin with uh, Serendipity, I think. Serendipity, uh Mm uh-huh. And so in this song, I was like, who's singing And then it pans to RM, and you can actually see that he's the one who's singing the part. And he just really sticks out in that video. His rapping is—he's just so cool. I don't know how to explain it. He's very smooth. And there's a part in the video where he—it's at the very beginning where he's rapping, and he takes his hat, and he just, like, kind of puts it down over his eyes. And I'm just like, wow, he's just too cool. Like, I used to think of him as this kind of more awkward, super smart, kind of nerdier person. But when he's like, he just looks so confident. And when he's rapping, you're just like, who is that?
0: It's just really, he's just too cool. I think he's like in his element, you know? Yeah,
1: that's totally, that's totally it. And I just think he outshines the other guy. No offense to the other guy, but I'm also biased. In the lyrics, um, it actually men- mentions BTS and ARMY and South Korea, which I thought was pretty cool. Wow. hmm I didn't really look too much into what the song is about. I just had the pleasure of getting to know that song that he ended up doing
0: with this guy, whose name I can't pronounce. Yeah, Wale. <laughs> Wale. And, like, the, the it's cool. He gets to work. He's worked with a lot of different people now. That he's been since he's been signed with Big Hit, Mm -hmm. and he's—I mean—he's worked with American artists, he's worked with other Korean artists. He's you know, um, and I think it's—he's really had to make a name for himself and be accepted not only as a rapper, as a this hip hop star, but also as a as an idol and as a K-pop idol. Um, He kind of had to, I think, change the game a little bit in the way that K-pop idols are thought of Mm -hmm. because he's in a K-pop band, that's the truth, but he's a rapper and he, you know, came up from the underground. And so there's this kind of, um, there was this questioning, I think, in the industry on if he can really, either he's given up his hip-hop, his, you know, his rapping background, for K-pop, or he's not making real K-pop. He's making hip-hop or rap, or he's just making a K-pop album with some rap on it. And I, um, I think just the way that he came up, he had to prove himself in a interesting in a different way mm-hmm. because he had to change people's perceptions of what it meant to be a K-pop idol. And um, for me, that goes into his song "Do You." because he has lyrics in that that kind of address um, kind of being yourself. It's literally called do you. So, you know, do a, use some inference, some, you know, educated guessing on what it's about. You know, it's going to be about being yourself and, you know, not worrying about what other people think about that and making yourself happy because of what you're doing. And I think that when he addressed that in that song, it was kind of important to him and his career. You know, he did it in his... He didn't do it in BTS. He did it in, like, his separate album. Because I think that that kind of... Through my research on him, I think that it bothers him. That he has to be... That people try to label him as one or the other. You know, they're like, you either Mm -hmm. have to be a rapper or you're a K-pop idol. And he's like... I can do both. I don't fit any. He actually says in Do You, if you look up the lyrics, I used um, Genius.com. They're great with lyrics because they will go in and they will highlight sections and give you an explanation or otherwise other people can also, like, add in what a part means. But he, like, literally said, you know, it's not about what other people's music is. It's not about their music being better. Mine is better because it's my music. You know, it's me doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. And I love that. He, you know, people try to say that hes he has to change to be able to be in BTS. And I think, I mean, I look at all the members and I think that they're like living like this really, like their truest lives, you know, like they get to do exactly what they wanted to do through BTS. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And Namjoon actually said that um, the other members actually contribute to making him a better independent artist, which, of course, is the most... Humble thing I've ever heard. This boy is so humble. I just, it almost pains me a little bit. Like, take some credit, you know? He's always like, I'm good because of my other members, or like, my other members make me a great leader. It's like, yo, dude, take some credit. He always, you know, is behind the scenes, you know, backstage doing, you know, a lot of the writing and the producing, the leader, you know, and he just wants to put all the other members in front
0: of him. There's actually a really good clip that I think kind of, like, showcases that. It's when he was—I saw it earlier today when I was just, like, binge-watching as many RM videos as possible. But there's this one where he is—it's, like, behind the scenes for filming the video for Do You— and he's like, oh, like right when he was breaking for lunch, he was like, I'm so tired because the me- the other members aren't here to, you know, basically like lift him up and encourage him. Like mm-hmm. it- he was basically saying, like it's hard to do music on his own now because he just loves being around the members so much. Mm-hmm. And then they just bust in, the other six of them bust down the door, and they have like brought food. They're so sweet. I'm sure they brought like. Korean fried chicken and they like were like we're here they were loud as shit like Mm -hmm. just I mean like um it was hilarious but it really like it made him so much happier you know and you could tell it and he was like I have like energy now and encouragement because my members are here yeah and it was so sweet um so going
1: off of do you I also looked into his song joke which was um put out March twenty sixth of 2015 and this song, he, in the music video, he's in, like, a psych ward kind of thing. Uh, mm. Yeah. Um, but when I started listening to this song, which I had heard it before, but I never really truly listened to it. Yesterday when I was listening to it, though, I um, noticed that he doesn't even take a breath. He, like, the second he starts rapping, he does not stop until the very end. Oh my gosh. No, I mean, he just like... Like you watched specifically for that. Yeah, like he... I mean, obviously he takes like a couple breaths, whatnot, but he's just going so hard. And when I was listening to it, I had no idea what the song was about. I was just, you know, watching and listening. I'm like, this boy is trying to make a statement. Like he's trying to say something. And so I naturally kind of thought this must be like a hater song kind of thing. And it turns out that, you know... It basically is, like, him just saying, like, I'm a rapper, you know? I'm in this K-pop group, but I'm a rapper, and he proves it. Like, he's just trying to, you know, prove something to the world when he did this song, and he succeeded, in my opinion. I mean, it's sad that he
0: keeps having to prove himself. I know. um, Over and over. But I think that when he does it, he does it so well, and... I mean, I think you can kind of relate that he did it in his solo career, you know, multiple times he did it in Joke, he did it in Do You. And then if you think about Mike Drop in this newest album in Love Yourself, I I mean that's a total diss song about like we like we're the shit, basically we're yes, we're rappers, yes, we're hip hop, mm-hmm. like we can we can make any kind of music that we want to make because it's our music. Yeah. You know, so like then again, he's doing it in BTS also. Like they're still proving themselves in every single thing that they do. Yeah. Which honestly, maybe that's why they've gotten so many awards and everything. I just
1: can't believe that there's BTS haters out there. Like why? (laughs) How can you hate?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what is there to hate? (laughs) If you are listening to this and you're a First of all, if you're listening to this and you're a BTS hater, why are you listening? We don't need you. (laughs) (laughs) second of all if you're a bts hater why Mm -hmm. what why there what is there to hate really there's i mean there we could spend forever just talking about rm like Mm -hmm. let's talk about some of his qualities and his traits and his personality that make him such an awesome person to not only look up to but lead bts and um to kind of put their face out into the world What do you think? What do you think makes him just this, like, this aura? You called it that he has an aura. Like, what draws us to him and what makes him help BTS succeed?
1: What I see about him is that he's a really, I don't know, he seems like an easygoing guy, but when things need to get done or we need to be serious kind of moment, he's very good at doing Mm -hmm. that. And in addition to that, I think he just isn't super secure with himself. Not not secure, but just not confident. And so I mm-hmm. think he thrives off the other members um, and them kind of making him feel that he really is a leader. And him making them happy. Yeah, I think that's what makes him the best, is that he's yeah. not cocky, he's not overly confident, like, I'm the leader of the group, you know. He, I think, truthfully, is a little scared to
0: be the leader, even today. I think that is a wonderful quality to have in a leader. Absolutely, it's, There's this really amazing quote that's about, um, you know, like the people that should be leaders, maybe they choose not to be because they understand how hard it is to, to truly lead. You know, and I think he's one of those people that understands how hard it is, especially a K-pop group where you have the attention on you All the time in Korea, Mm -hmm. you know, like they can't go out to the market, you know, and to take to undergo that opportunity to be the leader. I think he knows how much that enthralls, you know, and yeah, I agree with you. I think he takes it very seriously. Yeah.
1: Another thing is that he he just doesn't want the spotlight. I think that's what also makes him really great leader is that he gets more satisfaction in seeing his members succeed than him being up front and, you know, being the star of the show. Whereas I think a lot of Oh yeah, he loves BTS as a whole yeah, like
0: thriving and succeeding mm-hmm. together. Anytime
1: yeah. they go to accept an award, I he rarely actually grabs the trophy. It's, you know, J Hope or Sugo or even V and John Cook have, you know, or he,
0: if he does, he passes it yeah, on. Yeah, he always
1: passes it on. And whenever he has the opportunity to let the other members speak, he wants them to. Like, in a lot of the interviews in America, he, you can tell he just wants his members to do well. And he wants to help them speak English. And, you know, he doesn't want to be the only one talking. And he feels guilty when he is. Yeah, he
0: looks so proud, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's funny because he'll, like, joke with them in English where you know like the question where they ask j-hope like what do you want to do like what's on your bucket list and he says he wants to put out a mixtape and rm is like before you die right like because it's his bucket list but uh, like armies always point that out as being kind of like funny and sarcastic Mm -hmm. and it's funny because like he'll joke around with them and i think that help. you know that's a helpful way to Mm -hmm. learn just like to learn tone and everything and yeah, it's so great. He's so he's so proud of them. He's humble for himself. Um, you know, besides in his rapping, I think that in a lot of rap though, it's about having a lot of hubris and like really amping yourself up and pumping yourself mm-hmm. up. Um, which he does in his songs, but like in real life the way that he conveys himself is definitely with humility, but then he's so proud of like, the team around him, the members, Mm -hmm. which is, it's so awesome to see. So, yeah. Um, Something that I found out was that he has studied in New Zealand. Yeah. Which, what? I had never heard that before. I read that.
1: That's pretty interesting that he did that.
0: I knew that he was pretty well traveled like there was he had gone to Rome with his parents recently they always go on you know if he can get a break the he'll go on vacation with them but yeah I was like when did he have time to do that yeah
1: no I have no idea when he did that in his lifetime but (laughs) I know that he did so a couple things that I wanted to talk about was just like Mm -hmm. kind of silly goofy things about him so you know that he watched porn for the first time when he was in second grade? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And then did you also know that Jimin, like, revealed on some talk show or some TV show that... Oh, my God, yeah.
0: It was Jimin and J-Hope. Yeah,
1: that the computer had all the viruses because RM kept downloading porn. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, but did you know that then RM said, well, if I download it, if it's on the computer, they all watch exactly. it too. That's just so funny that he said that, but it's true.
1: <laughs> the thing that hurts my heart is that I think RM really wants a girlfriend. Like, I think he's lonely. Like, I think he wants that
0: female companion. Yeah, he always says that he doesn't have time for it. Like, he's like, well, if I had time, but I don't have any mm-hmm. time, you know. I think it
1: was in Bon Voyage. Either, I don't know which one it was. I don't re- really remember what TV show it was, but I know that he saw a couple on the beach or something. hmm And he just kind of looked down in the sand. It was like, I want something like that, you know. I mean, he basically is just really wants a female
0: companion. Oh, I feel for him. Yeah. One of the things that draws us to BTS so much is kind of like just wanting to know more of what their life is like and like being interested in the struggles and the sacrifices that they have specifically because of being K-pop stars, like what they have to do for it, the things that they have to sacrifice, but also just like knowing how much work they're putting into it for us, you know, for themselves so they can be successful, but, you know, for their fans who they love, you know, so much. I don't know. It's kind of sad sometimes yeah. thinking about, like, that they they have to forego having relationships of their own because there's just literally not time. Yeah. Or can you imagine being that big of an idol and trying to date someone mm-hmm. BTS does well in controlling what news there is about them, you know? Like, you only hear anything about BTS if Big Hit puts mm-hmm. it out, you know? If one of the members tweets it out, if a video is released.
1: So another thing I have to mention, I'm sorry, I'm still going on the goofy route here. No, keep going. Expensive Girl, you know? The, <laughs> it, that song, that oh song, I think... Like, I'm surprised it's just not taken down all across the internet, because he has to cringe when he hears the song. Like, I don't know, the, the beginning of it sounds like a porno, like actual music in the background of a porno. He says these crazy things. Like, what was he thinking? I don't know. It's so cringy. The thing about it, though, is I actually find it catchy. The dim the lights down, baby. <laughs> Just dim the lights. I love oh it. God. I love it. But, you know, I'm going to beat your pussy like you never ever felt before or whatever. Like, I could do without that.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, when it gets really graphic, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I, I feel like he did not make that song to be goofy, No, he though. didn't.
1: He did it. He's horny and alone. I mean, we
0: perceive it as goofy because...
1: He's like. horny and alone. And I feel for him oh because God. he's what 23,
0: 24? Yeah, 24. We got to we need to talk about um the classic ship because last time we kind of talked about our ships a little bit like it wasn't a focus but it was something that was yeah. mentioned. At least you know one you know, our ships can be pretty controversial because people love G Cook also, which kind of ruins Bleh. our ships. But um, everybody, <laughs> everybody loves G If we have any listeners, if we have
1: any listeners out there who are G Cook <laughs> shippers, they're immediately going to stop listening to this podcast because I'm such a hardcore V Cook shipper. It's unreal.
0: No, no, stay. It's okay. Bless all the ships. It's okay. All of them are great. (laughs) Look, the important part is that we're all armies. We are all here standing. BTS. (laughs) Namjoon is. I mean, not like, they're like such bros, but I think that's why they call them mom and dad. They're, I think together they like, because Jin is the oldest, so just because of the way that the, all the members act towards him. And then Namjoon is the leader, so the ultimate, the mom and dad ship of yes, BTS. Yes. I think supported by supported all. Supported by all, for sure. I mean, I don't think that anyone would ship RM or Jin romantically with anyone else, like just like a bromance type thing, but, but not Kayla, like an actual boyfriend. do.
1: There are people. <laughs>
0: Bethany, yes, no there way. are people
1: who ship them romantically. No. And I know this because in my research, you know, I'm just doing research, I came across several <laughs> Nam Jin moans, like just people doing crazy things. Oh my God. I know this is so bad.
0: Okay, but okay, but you can't say that you haven't done the same thing for Tay Cook, or that I haven't done the same thing. Of for course, you I and have.
1: Then. It's that deep, dark secret that we all have that we're <laughs> secretly turned on by moans of two BTS members getting it on, or three. There's three ones too, but it's like.
0: But it's not even they're real. They're real. It's just like somebody I made this. YouTube I know, video. but we've all been there. <laughs> we've all yeah. been there, and if you haven't, you're about to. Just this past week, I sent you a video, like a a fake movie trailer for, it was a Min type like style featuring Jungkook where it was like, where Jungkook thought that Jimin was his and Suga was like, really? But he calls me daddy. And like, I was like, that, I, <laughs> I'm, this is too much. the obsession I know, right? Is too, but I was like, oh my God. And I think I cried over yeah. that clip. when you listen to those things, you're like,
1: why am I listening to this? But why am I so turned on? Like, it's just bad.
0: Yeah. <sighs> no, but I can't believe people ship Namjin romantically. They are not. They're too...
1: They're too straight.
0: Yeah. I mean, and I... Something else I also wanted to talk about RM is how much of an advocate he is for the LGBTQ yes community Thank you. and he is he is openly supportive and he's changed song lyrics that have been um, misogynistic or sexist or you know um, homophobic, anything like that that he actually sat down with professors, a professor of women's studies and talked to them about um, specific lyrics to find out if they were going to be sexist, misogynistic or anything like that and he's changed wow. songs. He's gone back like after they've been put out and now if they perform them, they will perform them differently. I never I never knew that. No, yeah. Because he somebody pointed it out, people pointed it out, "Hey, this song is really um sexist or whatever." And or this lyric and You know, if you know RM, you know that that is not his intention ever. Which, I mean, I I think you can watch War of Hormone and kind of maybe see a little of that, like where it talks about like high heels and like, I don't know. But he sat down with a professor and she helped him find out what, you know, what was okay and what wasn't. And I just love that. And I love that he is an open advocate for... LGBTQ, which is... So,
1: all in all, we've come to the conclusion that Namjoon is just a perfect human being, and I'm seriously debating whether or not he's real. <laughs> like, could there be such a perfect person <laughs> in this world?
0: He is the god of destruction, though. Yes, that's a whole another topic, about.
1: but I guess we can
0: talk about it. <laughs> I mean... But how could we have a Namjoon, a RM episode, and not talk about his whole, like, per, this whole nickname mm-hmm. given to him? He breaks shit. He, he breaks, breaks shit. shit. Like, yes, it's so great. I mean, this. So he tells this story in an interview where he bought a pair of sunglasses in LA, and right when he was trying to put them on, they just broke. Like, he didn't even get to wear them. He just wasted twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. Then there's, like, behind-the-scenes clips of them filming videos. I don't know if it's, if it's run or something, but he, like, is running to, like, a phone booth that's all chained up. And he's supposed to kind of bang on the doors or, like, rattle the chains. And because it's just a prop—
1: I think like that he- was for a music <laughs> video. It may have actually been for—it may have been for a reflection, I think.
0: Oh, I thought it might have been for the Run music video, but I don't know. I've seen it before. Yeah, he he broke the phone jack thing off of the telephone booth in one part, and then when they tried it again, he, like, ripped the chains off. <laughs> and it was, like, clearly not supposed yeah. to happen. My
1: favorite—I have two favorite God of Destruction moments— and the one is definitely the glasses when he's putting the sunglasses on and they just straight up break in his hands. Like, he doesn't even get them on his face yet. And his, like, <laughs> facial expression it's just so priceless. You can tell that he's just, like, totally shocked that that just happened. Um, and then the second one is probably when he's wearing... I think Jimin's shirt actually ripped, too. They were doing a performance where they rip off a shirt and then they have, like, the shirt underneath. And Jimin's you know, rips to the point where you can see his nipple... But with Namjoon, it just, just freaking rips off, like, almost completely. So he's, like, using his chin to, like, hold his shirt up while he's trying to dance. Like, and it, he's, like, throwing <laughs> it over his shoulder. Like, oh, uh, it's just so priceless. That's probably my, that's probably my favorite uh, God of Destruction moment.
0: So I I watched, I've seen that clip so many times, and I knew, I felt it in my soul that you were going to bring this up. And let me tell you, how every time I try to watch what RM does, but all I can ever see is Jimin. (laughs) All I can ever focus on, and that every time I see the clip, it's 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 not even like I'm really trying not to. But it literally happened 30 minutes before, like I started to get ready for recording because I was watching it again. And then I'm just like, okay, where's RM? And then I just oh, there's Jimin's Jimin's nipple no yeah. nothing but <laughs> and his whole arm hard and shoulder not but i think that Jimin he just ripped off yeah he just ripped like one sleeve was ripped for Jimin so he was going with one that was it was kind of like a cross body dress is what it looked mm-hmm. like then and then um yeah what RM just ripped both of his sleeves off like broke both of them cuz they were like tank top style yeah, who shirts body
1: shirts for them because clearly they are not durable <laughs> We have definitely learned a lot and we've covered a lot about him. And I think all in all, we can just conclude that he was meant to be the leader of BTS, and BTS could not have any better of a leader, you know?
0: Obviously, we had to start with him for our second episode. It had to be about him because, yeah, Mm -hmm. he's the leader.
1: So you should stand Namjoon. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. This is the end of this podcast,
0: episode two. Yay. If you ever have any suggestions for an episode, you can find us on our Instagram page. Go ahead and slide into our DMs. It's Cookie Jams, and we are going to put the name in the description so you can find us easily. We're going to set up a Gmail, probably a Twitter, so that way you can contact us through there also.